What is good, my loves, divine feminists, divine masculines? Listen, on the last podcast, wasn't I talking a little bit about the gender um, pay gap? And even though I was citing a resource from insider.com from, and they had in there a study from 2020 saying that black women, um, you know, that the price ranges, I remember for men, for white women, white women make, no, I'm not going to pretend that I, I remembered the stats right off the bat, but I do remember that it was, um, it would take a white woman 98 additional days to make that of her white male counterpart. And it would take black women 214 additional days to make up for the wage gap. Um, that was based on a 2020 stat. Um, and you guys can check it out on, on inside.com. I think it's insider, insider.com. But anyways, you're going to see, I took a picture of the, th- on the, for the thumbnail. And what I'll do is I'll go ahead and play this while I listen to it with you here. But here you can see that it's even less. I think when I was uh, doing the recording, I was like, yeah, I think black women make 75 cents to the white man's dollar or whatever. But it's y'all, it's 67 cents. It's almost half. It's almost half of what they make. Um, So let me just rewind this a little bit. And coincidentally, last Wednesday was the um, he's going to say it on here. It was a black women's equal pay day. Y'all, I wish I could have celebrated this. And um, so if we count back uh, from September 21st or or was it September 21st? Let me just go ahead and play what he has to say, because I think September 21st is black women's equal pay day. Let's celebrate that next year, y'all. Um <clears throat> All right, let me press play. Hold on one second. And I'm going to give my raw reaction. I um, I haven't listened to it yet. It's three minutes and 12 seconds. So let's go. Today is Black Women's Equal Pay Day. And according to the National... Okay, so September 21st, y'all, 2023, mark your calendars. Women's Law Center, among full-time year-round workers, black women typically make just 67 cents for every dollar paid to a white man. Career and leadership development expert and author of Next Move, Best Move, Transitioning into a Career You'll Love, love the title, Kimberly Brown joins us now uh, for more on all of this. Kimberly, good to see you. Thanks for taking the time. Anytime, anytime. Thanks for having me. Y'all, he's like, good to see you. Listen, I like working with good people. Let me just keep going. Good. What do you see as the main barriers right now in 2022 that are holding black women back from being able to make more money? So there's so many factors, and I think it's important that we talk about there being systemic, there's racial injustice, there's microaggression, there's bias in the workplace. But we also... Microaggressions is a real good one, too. You know, I've talked about my experience working around white people and Christian white people. Don't make a difference. They're still racist. If not, just as racist. And even the women, like the white women, really gave me a really hard time. But yeah, microaggressions are real too. I'm going to back 
go back a couple more seconds, but some of the stuff she's talking about is bringing back memories, y'all. Mm. There's racial injustice, there's microaggression, there's bias in the workplace. But we also need to hold some of the, account the accountability goes to the companies as well. The companies need to be held accountable for doing pay equity studies and the black women and professionals need to also understand how to properly advocate for themselves so they can mm. fight against what we already know are the disparities in the workplace. Mm. The National Women's Law Center says the wage gap will typically cost a black woman more than $900,000 over a lifetime of work. Ooh, y'all. $900,000. Um, for those of you who've been with me on my podcast for a while and hear me going through piecing things together from things that I've learned back in the days and... Um, one of the things that came up was we talked a little bit about one of the books that my HR professor made me read um, when I was doing my business and my master's in business administration with a concentration in human resources. One of the books she had us read was Women Don't Negotiate. And I talked about it a little bit in the previous podcast and I was talking about how when you fail to negotiate, even from your first job, right, you think, well, um, I'm just happy to have this job. I'll just get in where I fit in. And then the next job is where I'll negotiate. But even something where you don't negotiate 10000 more per year over your lifetime, you know, you're looking at about 100 in 10 years, you're looking at about 100,000 gaps. So if he's saying over your lifetime, it's gonna, it can cost you 900,000. Um, that's damn near a million dollars, y'all. And think about what that can mean in terms of you buying houses, providing for your children, bringing that 50-50 to your roommate. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to rewind it a little bit and play it again. Black woman, more than $900,000 over a lifetime of work. That is a remarkable amount of money yes. and, and, and contributes to the racial wealth gap. Uh, what can employers do to level this playing field and be more inclusive, say, in their hiring practices? So in hiring practices, it's end-to-end. -end. It's how are you recruiting? Are you having an inclusive hiring process? Are you having structured interview questions? Are you training your managers and your leaders on how to interact with candidates and give offers? And are you doing pay equity studies to ensure that as each and every person comes into the workforce, they're looking at their pay across the board to ensure that you're not giving offers that are all over the place, further contributing to the pay disparities? And so while we wait for employers and society to make the kind of changes you're talking about, what, what are some things that women, and particularly black women, can do to try to improve things in the meantime? For example, uh, women are less likely than men to negotiate salary offers or uh, to put themselves up for a promotion. So what can the individual do to help secure that seat? You must negotiate. I talk about this in my book. I love talking about salary negotiation. Hey, hey. Get into it. Number one, it's understanding who you are. What is your value? What are you bringing into the workplace every single day? Number two, it's what does the company value the role at? What is the actual term that you're looking for in terms of salary? Is it compared to another company? Making sure you understand what that role is being paid in the market. And last but not least, planning for the salary negotiation conversation. You know when the conversation is happening when you're interviewing. It is imperative that you really practice so that you can succeed and thrive don't take no for an answer do not take no all right kimberly brown thank you so much an important topic that we will no doubt talk more about as the day moves on thank you so much thank you
Hi everyone, George Stephanopoulos here. Thanks for George <laughs> Stephanopoulos still doing news. Yeah, so um you know, I mentioned this before in another aspect, but I I've mentioned that you know, if we were to look at how black women view the assignments, you know, can you love yourself against all odds and being confident enough in your strengths and your skills. And I sometimes I like to engage with the comments, but if you go and look at it, this these are gaslighting tactics. Um, we were talking a little bit about the microaggressions and you can see just how mean uh, some of the comments are here. But how do you push past those microaggressions how do you know your worth and negotiate for what you're worth and go where you're wanted that's part of our experience and um what's unfortunate too is when i'm reading some of these these comments these are black men in here also these are you know so you can see like you have white women in here kind of just (laughs) being bitter beckys and whatnot But yeah, some of these comments are coming from black men also. And, um, but was there anything else I wanted to add? I think I want to leave you with the message of empowerment is what came to mind as, as, uh, it cut to the end of it. You know, um, I want to leave you empowered. Uh, and I know that I did the best I can when I was working, I also will put in a plug yet again, encouraging, you know, more black women to join me on the path to passive income. Um, again, I know what it is to have the microaggressions and that type of thing. But um, I put myself in a situation where I'm not having to depend on white men, white women, black men or black women to to um, pay me p- the market. The market doesn't care if I'm brown skin, you know, melanated, big lips, big nose, 4C hair. It don't care. I still collect my paycheck. You can go back a couple podcasts and see the receipts right there. It don't give a F what color I am, right? And so it is a skill that you can learn um, and start looking for things in that way. And I think that even the way the economy is going right now, like I said, I'd like to see more women um living the same lifestyle as me but i feel like it would be nice to just make other people your bitches i guess and like have them work and you know put their labor in and and you just sit back and collect the paychecks from the stock market and that type of thing um that's something i would like to see in my lifetime and at least with the women that i i'm responsible for or are under my purview um and it's not the easiest, like I have girlfriends that they're not going to join me until they're ready to join me or may never join me, join me, but that's okay. But I know for my God kids and my niece, that's who I'm going to focus on. And then some of you will be along the same path too. But, <clears throat> you know, um, I get it. I get it. And maybe this is a reminder for me to just do some more oracles. I love oracles because they're uplifting messages and um one of the interesting things that i read today too was from an author helen from 18 something i don't know 18 was it 1868 y'all it was in the prosperity bible and um it's a compilation of readings but one of the things that they talk about was even the mental science behind the things that we do so we can probably explore a little bit more how to keep your your um 
self-motivated, how to troubleshoot, um, how to empower yourself. But it's a lot to kind of take on. I think that I I um disappointed with some of the comments. But again, it's just taking me back to work. <laughs> it's taking me back to some of the things that I experienced at work, even though it was a Christian place and I've shared my experiences with some of the the things. Um one of the meanest people I had was a a coworker per se per se. And she just went out of her way to make my life a miserable existence. And it was um, even after she retired, like she was just in in, it was just weird. But I'm I'm sure, (laughs) you know, this is part of our experience. And how do we overcome it? How do we keep our head up and don't let the crown slip? And and like I said, I'm inviting you to, you know, while you're going to work, learn how to trade. You know, that's what um, my mentor did. And um, she was slash like teacher. She's a doctor. But um, slash learn while she was raising single mom. Okay. Um, for her son, she was learning. Now it's been 27 years that she's been trading. And now she's hitting those $100,000 days. Right. And um, or not even days like trades. Like, she'll just go in and collect that paycheck. But, you know, um, if if anything, it's a prompter for you to kind of learn to just be more self-sufficient against all odds. And please know that I'm rooting for you and we'll figure this out. Just because I'm not in that pond anymore doesn't mean that I'm not sensitive to some of the things that you could be going on. I imagine it can be frustrating, but don't, don't. I think what I wanted to say was, you know... To what degree do we say we're victims of it? I say try to empower yourself, equip yourself with the with the tools that you need to where you're not dependent on these motherfuckers for their pissy pennies. But um But uh yeah, plan your escape and um I I'm not sure to what degree I'll have other content creators be able to come on here and share things that are going to uplift you too. But I can tell you, like I said, and and I really want to drive this home, start learning how to trade, start learning how to, uh, you know, get your own account and get yourself out of there. Um, So you're not having to depend on your job and or a man to live the lifestyle that you want and there's even classes out there for children to learn how to trade but you know there's so many other things that go with the gender gaps um anyways that's it and that's all (laughs) until the next podcast be blessed bye